Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Plug. I am Scott Simonson, here to welcome you back from our recent hiatus from last summer. I want to quickly tell you a little bit about why that is. If you don't know, I work as a succession planner, which means I help business owners get from one place to the next place, typically as a business developer or an exit planning specialist. As we're all working to ever increase our credentials in the career, um, over the course of last year, 2018, I was heavily focused on one project, one business in itself. Um, that has since completed. We are very excited. And, um, and in addition to that work, we also, Regina and I, who you may be familiar with as my beautiful co-host and fantastic spouse, um, also had a new baby. Yes, Marley R.K. Simonson has joined us. We are extremely excited. And if you're interested in seeing some new pictures of her, head over to our social media accounts. Specifically, you can hit me at Scott underscore Simonson on Instagram. I have just shared uh, a number of photos that uh, came from a recent photo shoot. She's amazing. Regina did an um, excellent job. And um, and a true shout out goes to the Pro Healthcare Group in at Waukesha Memorial Hospital. Um, they did a fantastic, uh, a fantastic job um, with a suite of specialists. And it was, it was great to see because as a business planner or as a succession planner, it, their operation is very fluid regardless of who is able to cover, um, cover the shift, cover ER, cover the, the, uh, the, the, the patients as they come in. So if, you're, if you are getting ready to deliver a baby, if you just found out you're pregnant and you're in southeastern Wisconsin, definitely consider Waukesha Memorial for your delivery. They, the hotel rooms are hotel rooms. Well, they feel like hotel rooms, to be honest. Um, the delivery rooms are very nice. They have like Craftsman wood uh, cabinetry that covers the majority of the equipment. So you don't feel like you're in this cold, sterile operation room. Um, and they're very considerate to what I've tokened as the husband slash ally experience. If you are there to hold the hand, hold the leg, be there for the delivery, um, they, they create, create options for you to contribute to the process. And I'm very grateful for that and, and encourage anyone who is supporting someone that's going through a pregnancy to, um, to find, find ways to contribute to that process because it is a truly amazing experience and something you will want to allot time for. That being said, uh, we are going to relaunch this production. We as after we catch up on the 31 episodes that have been put out there, there were two that have been unpublished that we're really excited to see. One with a funeral director who has um, a lot to share, not just about the process of um, taking care of a body after it's passed, but uh, a lot of the theology that supports it and how different religions can approach that process. Second is from one of the most renowned DJs in uh, southeastern Wisconsin and specifically Milwaukee, Christopher Y.B. Gerard, who's a beast in the process, a beast in the scene and highly respected by anyone who's put on a show. 
We do have 23 episodes to catch up. I'm not 100% sure if all of them will get published in the audio form. However, each of the condensed video forms are available at The Plug Life on Facebook. So go check that out. Um, exclusive on our Facebook page for all the all that content. And definitely subscribe if you want to stay tuned for uh, the next audio release. Like, subscribe, whatever. Do what it takes. Uh, if you like what we do, feel free to follow us. If you don't, um, thanks for trying us out. We really appreciate it. And if you want a shout out, uh, leave us a review and we will we'll, um, announce you on the next episode. That being uh, said, for this episode, we have the amazing comedians Michael Isaac and Calvin Evans, who are amazing entertainers that became um, that uh, that uh, I was introduced through the through Comedy of Chicago. Thanks. Shout out to James Allen Camp or James Camp uh, and the Comedy Cocktail Show every Tuesday at the House of Blues. Uh, I ask for your patience with this episode as the audio environment was challenging. We have cicadas. We've got a fire truck. We've got a little a fan that was running in the background. So I do ask for your forgiveness uh, and your patience with this episode. But I can reassure you it is one of my favorites because Michael Isaac and Calvin Evans are phenomenal entertainers. They have worked very hard at their craft and have taught many people some lessons in the in the way. You may have seen them on Showtime, Comedy Central, NBC's Chicago PD, even MTV. Uh, you may, if you've gone on a recent carnival cruise, you definitely would have seen Michael Isaac as he has taken one of the professional strategies or, uh, you know, everyone, anyone that starts in comedy has to develop their own method for sustainability. I thought it was impressive that Michael Isaac was able to find an opportunity with a cruise line, and uh, it seems like he's really enjoyed that process. So one thing that I have learned from these two gentlemen is, uh, is that your composure is improved through routine and reputation. Um, you will experience this from my, Mr. Isaac and Mr. Evans on this episode in their candor together. Um, they, they tote the title as the first all-black comedy duo, and I will let them defend it, <laughs> defend that title as, it, as they do on this episode. Um, but without further ado, I want to thank you for tuning in we're really excited to announce the new format which we will do when we hit episode 32 um but that being said without further ado let's roll into the very um candid conversation that was episode uh i believe we're on episode nine in the audio version so episode nine with mr michael isaac and mr calvin Evans. Here we go. Quick shout out. If you want to see these two, you can see them at F is for funny on May 5th. F is for funny is a comedy show that will be held at Logan Center in at 915 East 60th Street, Chicago, Illinois. Doors open at seven show at eight. You do not want to miss this because it's got Je Just Niche, Joey Villa Gomez, M. Brown, 
Calvin Evans, and your host for the evening is going to be Michael Isaac. Um, there is some musical performances there, so you can be assured that it's going to be a great show. F is for funny. You can find out more at fisforfunny.com. Well, how are you feeling today spiritually? Naked. I feel naked spiritually. So I, I, I feel spiritually naked in these in the woods. Nice, nice. I like nice. that. Um, um, Scott, why don't you go ahead and tell us how you're feeling today? I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling a little accomplished, but I feel like there's still a lot more work to do. Wait, why are you accomplished? Well, because I followed her leadership yesterday. Oh and yeah, we, went we to just a went to Urbana. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't like that you interrupted him. Um, you don't question. You don't question. Don't question his his feelings. It's it's what he is. It's what who he is. Uh, well, this is gonna be a long podcast. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and skip you. We're gonna go back to Michael. Michael. Yes. Michael, what's your spirit animal today? What's what? Um, what I'm a what? sloth. I would say I'm a spiritual sloth. Not because they're lazy, but just because they're taken in life. Okay. Spiritual sloth. That's my spiritual animal. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Good. What is, what is your spiritual animal? My, my spiritual animal right now, I have to say a cardinal. Cardinal? I got on my red shoes today. Okay. And I'm just feeling, I'm feeling like just, I don't know. Singing a song? Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. There it is. Yes. This is good. I'm just going to sit here and sloth. This is good. This sloth is steady. That's our friend's clothing brand. Sloth. Yeah, sloth steady. Yeah. Their yeah, slogan yeah. is do less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't want no problems. It just started to, it's like just started to a free time. Oh. I'm coming to you like a hot stuff, and you know me, because it's my stuff. I ain't that cold, though. I'm freezing. You look at me, yeah, I'm pleasing. Your girl in the bedroom, and she come to get my boom. I'm down with that boom, boom. Yeah, girl, I got the fruit of looms. Got that hangs. Okay. If you won't give me that yeah. pains. Okay. Oh, you want me to take it? Oh, I thought you was going to take it. Oh, I can take it. You ready? The beat didn't drop, though. No, it's coming back. Right, here, come. here, come right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isaac and Evans, we sent from the heavens. You ready for this? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The plug. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to catch the beat. Hold on. Uh-huh. Here, come. I shop at Aldi's cause they got good prices. Mm. I shop at Aldi's cause they got good prices. Mm. Uh, I go in there and I use my link card. God. When I swipe it, she say, that's all you got. And then I put my pin number in. Yeah. Then she tell me, do it again. Yeah. Then I say, here go my pin. Yeah. Then I stick it in her pin. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Who you know Ryan Pin with pin three times? Isaac, <laughs> Isaac Evans. <laughs> Uh, another plug exclusive ah, plug here. Okay. Thank you. Uh, are That's we legit. rolling on audio? Yeah. And we are, are rolling. Are we rolling on all three? One, all two, three. three. We are good. Cool. And welcome. Today we ha- are blessed with the presence of Michael Isaac and Calvin Evans. How are you guys doing today? Man, good. It's a good day. It's, it's, it's a warm day in Chicago. It's summer. Hey, people keep thinking summer gone. It's still here. You know, it's weird because it's warm, but all the, all the leaves fell off the trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like like fall came real fast, and it was just like, no, nah, we got a little bit of summer mm-hmm. left for y'all. Fall, this is the, the time of the year where fall and summer kind of like, they like, you want it? They, you, I'll take it. Okay. Like, like last night it was fall. Mm-hmm. I like, 
I wore the same thing I had on last night this morning. Okay. And I woke up and I was like, I'm not in the proper attire no more. It's full summer. I'm high yeah. as hell. Well, I was in, I was in New York last night, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just raining. It was like kind of warm, but it was also raining. It's just real uncomfortable to have clothes on in that weather. Yeah. yeah. So what'd you do? I, I kept my clothes on. Oh, okay. I mean, that's just that's just the law. Just the expression. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just too close. Spiritually, though, you were naked. Clothes. I was spiritually naked. <laughs> there you go. But what to were, be wet with a bunch of clothes on, it was just weird. What yeah. were you in New York for? Uh, I wanted an audition. I wanted an audition to be a warm-up comedian for a, for a TV show. What TV awesome. show? You have to tell us. Yeah, well, I mean, sorry. I don't have to tell y'all. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, we don't have to, I mean, I don't like talking about stuff unless it happens. Yeah, of course. Sure. No, I agree. So if it don't happen, then y'all going to be like, oh, man, whatever happened with blank right, blank. Right, right, right. It's like, ah. Yeah. So Why are you picking at scabs? Mm-hmm. Um, that's no, I'm not saying. Oh no, it's funny you said it because I, I got a scab on my knee. That yeah, I was like, you're just picking up. I was like, I was like, scratch. I'm seriously like playing. I'm like, how do you know I was picking my scab on got, my knee? He got cameras underneath the table. <laughs> you didn't know. The new iOS 11 it sees everything. Yeah, yeah. It's a special release. Yeah. We got to pick it up straight from Cupertino. You know, that's where we were last week. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you guys are pretty funny. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you. Yeah, we saw you at Zany's. It's awesome. Multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we doing our thing here in Chicago. You know, everybody uh, everybody leaves. You know, and you know, say, hey, we gonna make it big in L.A. or New York, whatever. But we just like we go. Who said that? The computer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My autistic clock. It's seven o'clock. Because <laughs> you know, in the headphones, you did always like right. is it somebody else in this damn. You know, with it and Annabelle creation around, it's like. Oh, <laughs> Seven o'clock, but um, yeah, we were just really, really doing our thing here in Chicago, trying to keep things moving, making it happen here. Yeah, that's admirable. Yeah, thus yeah. the making it happen, making, making it, it happen, happen in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of what a lot of uh, creatives, uh, comedians, or musicians. I don't what I don't think they realize is that it's a lot of different platforms in Chicago, and I think people get some sense of of accomplishment. And they say, "Oh, let me get out of here," but it's like it's so much to do in this city. It's so many, so many media outlets, so many. It's just so many things to do in here. Yeah. Uh, in Chicago before you leave. So it's like, do it all. Do it all, then leave. So you got a full arsenal of, of you know, talents and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? And uh, experiences. Experiences. That's know, a good word. Yeah. You know, people, they think they're hitting ceilings and they don't realize. Now, for instance, I came from, I did more acting before I did stand-up comedy. And one of the first things they told us, you know, before you even think about LA is that you need to have your SAG card, right? Don't leave Chicago until you have your SAG SAG after a card. Mm-hmm. And everybody was leaving and going in. One is way more expensive. Calvin learned that the hard way. Learned that the hard way. <laughs> so in, in Chicago, I, I, I so I, I did I got an acting role in Chicago. I, was, I think I did Shameless. That was like my first first appearance. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, you got to join the union. You must join. I was like, okay, it was eighteen hundred dollars. I get on the payment plan. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I get the gig. And then I went to uh, to L.A. and I filmed the show for MTV. And they was like, before I went out there, they was like, hey, you can't go because you got to finish paying your SAG dues. I was like, no, I'm paid up. And they was like, no, in L.A., your card is $3,000. So Chicago, $1,800, <laughs> but you only can work, you can only work in Chicago. But if you're working on the coast, it's three grand. So I had to. Because you, you had a national membership at yeah. that point where you can work everywhere, which he called me and was like, my, I said, oh, hell no, somebody trying to get over on you. Yeah. <laughs> I've never worked. I've only worked in Chicago. So he went and did something new. I was like, damn, 3000 So that was true. Yeah. But, but I'm good now. Yeah. So is there someone who checks it, like your mm-hmm. card? Yeah. It's, um, the, whenever, you go, whenever you do something for television, there's always somebody to make sure that if you union, that you up to, you paid up. Yeah, our union offices. So 
producers and things, they have to make sure that you, you know, paid up and good. So they got to go. It's called a station 12 that they go and um, check and make sure that you all paid up before you get on set. It's been many people that sitting on commercial sets and it's like, hey, uh, you can't be here until you pay. <laughs> I was just on a, wow. on a Lowe's commercial spot and the guy was just like, yep, didn't know you had to be paid up on dues before you come on set. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just have to go make that phone call. It's around, it's around the time, ain't it? For, for like your yearly dues? It's every year. So you have twice a year. So Two like, years. So, so like April May, and October. April and October, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, okay. keep that But not $3,000. Okay. That's just the initiation Okay. Fee. And then the dues <laughs> are based off of how much money that you make oh. during the year. So, yeah. Yeah, I ain't, made the, I ain't made no money for real for real this year. You gonna have some low dudes, man. That's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, what are your biggest goals and aspirations as a duo? I think, I, I think I speak for both of us uh, when I say, I think we want to be the the, not necessarily. I mean, we we call ourselves the first. It has been people before us, but I think it's more so being the best that ever did it. Yeah, like like really claiming the first all-black stand-up comedy duo and being the, like, funny, like, I like I think the sky's the limit for us. Yeah, and it's not just, you know, in, a, in the terms of being on stage, so, you know, we both now, and now doing the acting, but also getting into the production, you know, and directing, and, you know, really bringing production here to Chicago so that it's not just about us, you know, it's about everybody and bringing everybody involved. So now it's not just like, oh, it's just Isaac and Evans, but it's like, Man, Chicago, they really, the one, they really were the ones that brought the production here and put everybody else on that didn't necessarily know the path to go on or they were just kind of looking. I mean, someone got to do it, so it might as well yeah. be us, right? Yeah. You know, that's kind of how we look at it. Someone has to be first to really, because outside of, you know, Bernie Mac, I mean, he really is about the only one that stayed local in Chicago and still made it big, you know, other than that. Everyone else leaves, and then they come back, oh, look at me. And it's just like, yeah, what about the rest of us? You know, that's good for you. So we want to be that, that, that conduit to be able to pass it on to everybody so everybody get on in Chicago as a city. It's like, man, we young. Who did that? Mm-hmm. Isaac Nevis. Yeah, and I think, uh, just to add to that, I think the, the idea that it's so, many, it's so many comedians in Chicago, like young, I mean, from, from young to, to, the, to, from, to the oldest, the people that have been around forever that we mm-hmm. all know and we see all the time. And it's like every, every comic doesn't have the opportunity to say, hey, I'm going to go to L.A., whether it's financial or I have a family. I just can't uproot my family. And some people take that chance, but I think I would, I would love to be able to give a comic that I've, that's been in the game before me to be like, hey, you, you didn't miss your, this your second chance yeah. at it and be able to, you know, get them opportunity to, to, you know, revive their career. Yeah, singers and rappers do it all the time. R. Kelly brought Mr. Big back, obviously. Mm-hmm. Kanye brought Common. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were people that was pretty much done and then the new, newer people brought them on. That's interesting. They refer to that in different industries as the 18-year bell curve where, um, sorry, I got an email. The, um, where 18 years in a career you have dedicated to becoming a specialist, you go through this hump where um, everything that you've studied in the first three to five years starts really paying off and you mm-hmm. build momentum and it's this big ramp. Mm. Um, and you carry that roughly between 16 to 18 years. And it's at that point you want to start looking for apprentices or mm. people to team up with that have that same youthful energy that are in their second through fifth year yeah. um, to carry it through is there is there would you say you're at that point where you're starting to work with people who 
are at that curve or you feel like you're somewhere in the middle where would you say in that that process i, I feel like we're still on our way up yeah yeah and, we, I, and I, I think i, I think is 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 stronger for us to to teach as we learn yeah versus like and i know this it may sound crazy because we haven't we haven't necessarily mastered it but to tell people what we know at this point is still catching them up it could keep you know keep people up to speed yeah i like using the analogy of being in a hotel room right you at a hotel for a conference you get there a day before somebody you know where the bathrooms are you know what time the breakfast is but you just there a day earlier they come the next day you telling them everywhere you know like oh here here's where the bathrooms are this is what breakfast is you know and now you've helped them even though you've only just been there a day before them that's kind of how it is like we're making certain strides so yeah if someone's just coming in starting to do stand-up or just getting into acting it's not like we're the gurus and we know everything, but it's mm -hmm. like, hey, I can I can show you where the breakfast is. But <laughs> in that direct analogy, you're enhancing the experience for everyone and, and making the event overall better, you yeah. know, just by being a good person who's, yeah. without being like, all right, now that's $5. You know, like your coffee's <laughs> over there, that's $3. You know, like, like, give like, me one on your way back. Like, I, I hate the, the idea of like trying to be a gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be a gotcha. gatekeeper. Like, I, I want to be like a, I want to be a tour guide. You know, because hey. I, I feel like a tour guide shows people what things are, how they work, and what they do, yeah. and then they say, "Hey, it's up to you to to explore that explore that further." So I I don't mind getting somebody to the door, but yeah. at, at once you get to the door, it's like it's on you to you know take that 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 extra step to to make it your own. Well, you guys have been very productive in gaining a, like earned media appearances, like time on news radio stations, times on time on TV, time on. Um, more traditional media outlets would you say it's because of that because you're opening doors for others or is it because of something else like your performances are going well Man, or is it a combination i think as of late it's honestly been more so because of the duo it's something different and that was another reason when we talked about it we had we were already doing it with our uh, monthly show at zany's where we were on stage together but it was only in the beginning of the show where we were just kind of doing the, the basic crowd work welcoming everybody and us being on stage together end up you know it can go to 15 20 minutes just yeah. us riffing off of you know people so we wasn't necessarily doing material but it was just that time on stage and so we was just like man you know i had looked at an article about uh, what happened to duos and most of the duos now are like improvised you know tina fey and uh amy poehler key and peel you know they're like from the sketch world of things but it used to be a time when it was actually stand-up comedy duos and it just was just gone and so i told cal i was like man this might be something that we can do to bring it back and also get some more recognition because it's just hard to just be like oh another black comedian from Chicago, you know, but two black comedians. <laughs> Whoa, we're getting crazy. Whoa. <laughs> Our standards going to approve this? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Where it's like, man, this is this is something new, something different. And so once we kind of start pitching that, you know, we got on the last week of WCIU, um, which they, man, they, so far they are favorites. You know, they the ones really rocking with us and believing in us and putting us on. Uh, they, they went through a transition of a new morning show. So we got on the last week of the old show, You and Me, and then we had um, our week as Isaac and Evans, and they got the new show, The Jam. And so they brought us back on that show because technically it's a, you know, entirely different show. 
Um, then they brought me on uh, to do the weather uh, one time, <laughs> <laughs> which was cool because I guess their regular guy was on vacation, so they put in a couple of different people who don't typically do the weather. Yeah, and, uh, qualified just, meteorologists. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We were just out on, on the street, so it's like, hey, we are here today. They'll be with me. So they're just you know giving us those opportunities to get the exposure. So that's that's def that's I feel that for me it has been um, the the most media because of the the newest thing of being a duo and it's different. That's awesome. And I, I feel like they, I, I feel like my, what, I, what I have a problem, my problem with the industry is I feel like they don't take chances on people no more. Mm -hmm. Like everybody has to come social media approved. Yeah. And I feel like didn't nobody, nobody knew Urkel was going to be Urkel until he came through that door and they was just like, oh man, this kid is electrifying the crowd. Let's write him into that until eventually people was like, you're not watching Family Matters. No, Urkel come on at seven tonight. We watching Urkel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the, I, I feel like if, if given a chance, that's what Isaac, Isaac and Evans would be to Chicago. Like, we on a morning show. I mean, they just asking us questions off. Like, just, hey, what do y'all think? And I mean, we just going off and we just having a bunch of like, let, just let us on, the, let us do current events every morning. Right. And, I, and I promise you, people will tune in to watch us just talk about current events yeah. as two regular guys and not some, like, you know, buttoned up, yeah. you know, safe. You know, <laughs> like, I just, I, like, I just feel like we, we have a lot to offer. And I feel like just Chicago com comedy, the scene has a lot to offer to the city that's not really being tapped into because people don't want to take a chance on people that don't have uh, some type of backing from, from whatever. Credentials. Credentials, mm -hmm. whatever. You know, so it's like, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, I just like, it's just, look, it's happening. Like, if you go a week and just go around Chicago comedy, just going, going to shows and going, to, like, you'll see, like, man, it's a lot of talented people here, but you don't believe them in, until they leave and they come back back in from L.A. They could be doing nothing in L.A., but as soon as they just come back, back from L.A., originally from Chicago, yeah. come see Bob, whoever, and it's just like, oh, he went to L.A. Right. Like, if, if, if that's all it takes for, like, for people to believe you, it's like, I, I can, I, yeah. I'll go to L.A. You, you just want me to change my um, residency? Like, just get a new ID? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. back with a new driver's license? Yeah, they like, license hey, plate. Right. Like, you, got, you, got that, you got that ID on you? Like, oh, yeah. look at that. Everyone oh, look. man. Can California. We a, can we get a close-up on that ID? You want a bottle of water? <laughs> I heard there's a drought. <laughs> <laughs> so have you had to face anybody who makes you question your worth or value um, or kind of prove it to them? When they're asking a question, whether it be out at a venue or getting booked on a show, where they kind of make you prove like why you deserve it, I think we're past that point now. I mean, that's gotta feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in certain in certain levels, like at the level of a show, you know, for instance, you know, I'm I'm going around this week. I've been going around and doing mics. You know, like open mics. Like, oh, let's just kind of see who's out here and what's going on. And and I went to one on Monday, and I was just like, I'm. So so beyond this, <laughs> like I mean, like I I left. It was just like I'm I'm not I'm not here. I remember being here, mm -hmm. and I'm just not there anymore. So mm -hmm. you got to know the levels that where you are now. When you start talking about getting to you know networks mm -hmm. and you know like we were just talking about with the media, you know proving yourself. Maybe going back to that situation, then it's just like, damn, what do you? What do you want? How much, you know, we, we're doing everything that we're supposed to do here in Chicago. You know, every show that's shooting here, we've been on it, you know, on a TV side. We, we're doing every comedy club, you know, that's here. We're touring colleges. He's doing Second City, to, uh, uh, Biz Code. So everything that's supposed to happen in Chicago, you're supposed to do, we've done it. So it's kind of like, why, why are we not easily on every network? 
every, why are we not on Fox in the morning? Why are we not on WGN? Yeah. Like, why are you all not calling do, us? So I guess, sorry, uh, I guess that would be the, what I'm speaking of. Like, it's like you have to prove yourself. Because yeah. I'm running into this so much in yeah. every avenue I'm going down. It's like, whoever may be standing there, usually they have, like, the same kind of demeanor and the same kind of face, and mm-hmm. they're just like, who said you could be here? Or, like, kind yeah, of like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, I thought originally you were talking about in the, the stand-up world, like, in, yeah. in clubs and stuff. So that part is, is fine right now locally, but definitely, like like Calvin was saying, just getting the, the opportunities um, just, just the media, you mm-hmm. know, like the write-ups. I mean, like, like you say, we see the write-ups. Such and such is going away show, you know. And it's <laughs> like, and, and really, you on the front page of the entertainment section because you you leave in Chicago. What I mean, we as zanies, so it, that gets frustrating because it's like, like I was saying, who who are the gatekeepers for that? You know, mm-hmm. I, I have my my. Uh, <laughs> Typically, you have to email them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we've learned is that oh. as long as you email them a newsletter of what to write and how to how to box it not even that i'm uh, just saying what i'm media. my issue is that uh i just try and like do what i want to do mm-hmm. without getting the permissions ahead of time yeah. and like to get the permissions it takes this chain of command oh, and yeah. all that is done through emails and meetings and getting the okay and proving yourself through social media like mm-hmm. you said no one can do anything without x thousand followers or anything people just aren't interested in you they see your page like 111 likes lame like next person you know Mm -hmm. so how can someone get over that in in my opinion i say it's like it's one of those things where it's like you just just keep working like i I look back like i've been this seven years i've been doing comedy in chicago i came back literally like seven years ago and i look at all the all the clubs and all the things that i wanted to do and then I, I do them, and now I look back and I was like, that it wasn't that important. Mm-hmm. Like some of the things was like it was important, but the things that I really wanted to do and the things that I like the, the clubs that I wanted to work and the people I wanted to impress, it was just like they they honestly they really didn't matter. Like it it, it was like it was a it was a more so a goal for myself to be on that person's radar, work that work this place, or be in that room. But it was just like at the end of the day, once once you get to a certain level, it's like they actually do, and you just like nah, I ain't gonna be able to make it. I can't do it. So it's like, just set your own. I learned set my own goals, accomplish them, and then set some new goals. Yeah. And then I, I would add to continue to create. You know, I just did a survey to some uh, comedians, just asking some questions. So one of the questions was, uh, you know, what do you aspire to be? And so many of them were saying, writers. Like, I want to be a writer. And I'm like, oh, you you write? You know what what have you what have you written? And I was talking to Mary Lindsay, the former owner of uh, Jokes and Notes on the South Side today, and you know we were saying you know how people want to go to L.A. and want people to just give them something. Where she was like, man, but what you guys are doing, you're like creating your own. And that's what I said. I said, yeah, it's so many teenagers. I mean, they, and maybe in their 20s, but I'm like, I know definitely Jenna Marbles was the first one I heard of on YouTube. A million, what, seven, seven million dollars of yeah. she made? Doing makeup tutorials in her bedroom? And have a, just like, this is how you, you not be an ugly bitch. How to, you say, you know, uh, something yeah. like, how to, well, her first one that hit it was like, you know, how, how to look pretty when you're really an ugly bitch or something. And, and it just went off the charts because she took all the makeup off and was like, look, I'm ugly as fuck. And, and she went through how I make myself pretty. And she just blew up off of being real and honest just off of that, just in her, her bedroom. So it's like, if. If people are doing that, I mean, you know, the kids with the gaming and they just playing Minecraft and putting little 
they're doing that in their bedroom. So it's like we have to catch up with the times because this 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 technology, how fast it's going, it'll make you old real quick. Like mm-hmm. our parents was old, like, oh, you ain't got a CD player? You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, you still talking about tapes, you know. It's like, but with us, if you're not staying up with the technology right. and what you're capable and able to do, you just go get left behind because you're still on the, the same old pattern of, oh, I'm going to go to L.A. It's like back the whole, you know, go to college and you'll get a good job. Mm-hmm. If you're still on that plan, you're going to keep on being in debt and everybody else just pass you up that's not going to college but sitting up here like, oh, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to learn how to create a social media app or just, they just, you know, gaming or whatever it is. So it's the same thing with us. You can't just say, oh, that's an old way. Yeah, some people are still doing it, going to New York, going to L.A., but it's so many more people now that are just going out on their own. And I, I love the story of, the, I forget the girl, I got to look her up because I always tell this story, but she was a YouTuber, young girl, and she got on Dances with the Stars. And it was her first national exposure. And so they was just like, wow, how did, how did you like having all that national exposure? You know, do you think you want to move, you know, to, to television now and, you know, leave YouTube alone? And she was like, absolutely not. She was like, that was cool, but I get to do what I want when I want to do it on my YouTube show. She's like, when you do these national televised television shows, you got to get approvals. And, you know, we was talking yeah. about that when you were saying when people, the writers, once you write something, they come back to you. It yeah. ain't yours no more, you yeah. know? So it's like, you can just create your own and then you don't have to go now they're coming to you because they're like oh man we heard you got this real good thing so that's that's what we're trying to do is just yeah. to continue to create our own content yeah now so more now more so than ever yeah um that's very much easier to do yeah you know just set i mean look what we're doing here yeah look at this <laughs> <laughs> although this is a little bit more uh high tech than no, this, this, most. Is, this is real this nice. is a great setup yeah. it's a great setup oh, yeah. it's built one piece at a time i believe yeah. it yeah. I believe you it. can see every mic is different well, as a yeah, unique character but you, should, <laughs> but you got them all yeah, yeah them. they're all here yeah. they're all yeah. working yeah that's nice it's nice. true so the the way that we can i tell the story of yeah. how we started please gathering all this and scott has been the driving force the power behind the media okay so the these paintings, um, I make them at like festivals and music events and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would vend and live paint at music festivals nice. around, usually the Midwest, sometimes where they're out. Um, but I'd get a booth and we'd set up and we'd be kind of a landmark for all of our friends and it really cool, fun stuff would happen around us. And um, we're like, wow, we should, you know, capture this. We should film this. So we got one professional camera. We got it off Craigslist, I think, in Minneapolis on the way to a concert up there. Um, The payment didn't go through. So we used some sort of like third-party internet payment system. Yeah, kind of like PayPal, but it was like an off-brand PayPal and like the money never came out of my account. And but the camera stuck with us through the night so you got a free camera we i guess a- so <laughs> he never the guy never contacted y'all no. <laughs> uh-oh rule number one like, no. don't, don't tell that part of the story <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna edit that, we're gonna edit that part out anyway um, yes yeah, cut minutes 27 okay. through 28 <laughs> roll it back <laughs> <laughs> So, so we, so we, we got our first camera. Got our first camera. Purchased yeah, it, it at, a, a at a Best Buy. And, um, <laughs> got the warranty. Got the receipt. And <laughs> totally do. <laughs> anyway, Definitely so wrote it off as a business expense. It was the best, it was the best buy you could have got. It yeah. was the best buy. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. 
anyway, uh, yeah, so that was awesome. Yeah. And so we just started, you know, filming stuff. It looked terrible. It was super grainy. You know, the technology was not very good. We yeah. had, we did not have the skills yet or the equipment. How long ago was this? Um, three, four five years, years five years, maybe? Five, five years ago. There was Arizona, oh, yeah. Seattle okay. in between this time. Yeah, right? I guess so. 2012. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Um, cool. But so I don't know. It was then, just pieced together. We were doing all of this, basically the same thing here, mm-hmm. but just outside at like music festivals yeah. and trying to make sense of it. No, had um, no video editing skills at that time, but mm-hmm. just accumulated every year, just a few more things, a mm-hmm. few more tools to the tool chest, mm-hmm. and then fi- finally built some momentum up, and we sold our first video series to ourselves. And then <laughs> oh yeah, that was called the Dream Life Tour. It yep. was me and Scott in my Toyota Rav Four. Sold all of our and, belongings. Yeah, and uh, right. Scott got us this trailer. Okay, so do you know what a Rav Four is? Oh yeah. Toyota okay. Rav4. What do you think so, I'm Rav Four? Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, everybody's dream car, but uh, it doesn't have a very big towing capacity. Like it's a tiny little SUV. Yeah. Four and cylinder. He got 1500 this, towing capacity. Yeah, and he got this trailer that was humongous, easily like three thousand. Huge, yeah, and we filled up all it up with everything that we didn't sell, and we drove out to the East Coast, and yeah, luckily we've got family out there, Um, so they have like a reggae jam band, and they kind of shout out Wilsons, yeah, you guys are dope, Roots of Creation, they're really cool. So you all made Um, it. Oh, yeah, we made it. Oh, uh, I, I thought you were about to say that. The trans went out on y'all. Oh, but get this. Oh, fuck Cleveland. <laughs> oh, my God. So we stop in Cleveland, and we the back is, like, spraying out fluid. Uh, the back of the car is spraying out fluid. on. Fluid. Yeah. Whoa. I know, From right? The, transition, and like, the car looks like it has right. diarrhea. Yeah, it's not okay. It's, it does not it's look It's not safe. okay. So we're just standing in a parking lot in Cleveland, literally with a car that's probably broken, and yep. everything that we have in this trailer. We're it's, like, it's, de- it's definitely broken if it looks like the car shouldn't. Yo, now, was yeah, it, it was now, was it a line or what was it? What did it end up being? It, no, it was. Um, it, there was too much pressure on the rear axle, or so the gearbox and the rear axle, and the fluid that keeps those lubricated. Um, it got so hot, the gaskets melted, uh. and it started seeping out. So it wasn't like a pressure fluid that broke. It was just we. It was working so hard that it melted a gasket. And I think that's that your uh, differential. Uh, yes, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. that's what it was. That's the and then we ended up having someone um, fix it, take care of it when we got yeah. out to New Hampshire. But Cleveland was scary because really it was scary. half the distance from Milwaukee to wherever we, New Hampshire. Yeah, we did and, not think we were gonna make it. Uh, we were just I was like, sitting what there like, do? I made the worst mistake. It's all my fault. It's her car that I broke. Her family's gonna disown me. I, we bet everything on this, and yeah. then we wow. went like we thought we were gonna f- come out of it by going to a car dealership, and we're like, we have this, tra- <laughs> we have this car and that trailer. So we got, need all of our belongings yeah. and maybe trade for a yeah, car. Yeah, and Can so we we're trying to trade it. Here's what they offered us. <laughs> It was like this white van that, say, an old church would use as like a transport van. Yeah. So, but it was maybe from 1980, and super ratty, super ratchet. Like, uh, they, they were like, they you try, can they have to get this. They tried oh, to get man. y'all. They're like, well, you can have. You give us your car. You can have this van and. Give us seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, and we're like, I know, right? No, no. I know. I, know. I thought it was gonna be like an even trade. No, and that's what I said. Yeah. I'm like, well, no. That's what I was like. So we just we just kept on kept keeping on. We were like, we're a media company. We're a media company yeah. with this one camera. Yeah. And 
And then <laughs> sooner or later, we actually became one. Yeah. And, you know, now we just finished our first per- commercial tour um, yeah. where we did a web series for Izaka. Shout out Izaka. I don't yeah. even know if we can talk about that yet. Probably not, but their technology association. Yeah. They, I never heard of them until they took us to Washington, D.C. and then San Francisco. So, so. quick uh. plug. If you are in information technology or you are an IT specialist that focuses in cybersecurity, computer engineering, or the computer sciences as a whole, check out Izaka um, because that's where you would go to get industry-based designations. And the coolest thing about it is your continuing education um, credits that you need to to fulfill anyway are meet uh, are met at every monthly association meeting where you get to meet other specialists just like you in other businesses and for and that are either independent or working in big large corporations and when you're in an industry like yours where everyone's either changing or upgrading their position every three years you want to stay closely connected to your peers among the industry izaka check it out there's a lot of cool content when you become a member you can get the exclusive media that we've made with them check it out that being said, pl- Isaac plugs over. That sucked all the life out of me. Sorry. I know. I'm sorry. That's the difference between commercial work and like passion work. Is I swear I'm like flatlining. Like <laughs> uh, get, it, get it. Get them sponsorships. You gotta pay the bills. Yeah, but I don't think that that's they. They don't list. They're not. We can't mix the two. We've gotten Fair. talking to about mixing the two and. Well, know. we can edit it out. That's Good true. thing we've got. Or you can put it at the, you can put it at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, at the opening. We yeah. are working on getting like advertisers actually, so that when we do yeah. take time off the podcast and bore everyone with a spiel <laughs> about whatever it is that we're advertising, they're advertisers they're actually of interest. Paying us, oh. you know, like well, yes, Isaac we, is actually paying us. Yeah, but not hey. for this. Yeah. Well, fair. I don't know. Podcast. Yeah, it's it's separate. Support everything. Around. I love work, working with teams like this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit, man. Yeah. I talked to him on the phone last week. Yeah, honey. <laughs> it's all gravy. Well, cool. Do you guys ever run into a disagreement? No, no. Us. I, you know what? I think, I think we got cause, because I don't know. I don't know why we would have a, a disagreement, and I feel like we always um, uh, aware of each other. Like we, you know, like. I think. I, I think it's because we both are individually already. We were both already individually making it happen. So we both kind of respected each other what we were doing before we ever worked together. And so we just brought the same thing. We're not. We both always pulling our way. I mean, he got jobs. So I'm making. We making money here. Or he have. A, I have a job for us where we making money. You know, he'll have somebody like man. We just somebody want us to do something. Really no money in it and. I have something, you know. It's it's it's, all right. it's a great it's a great give and take. Yeah, yeah. It's, we don't, and the money issue is we always bringing money to each other. So it ain't no, it ain't ever issue. Like man, you ain't because you think about that. Like, but I, I don't you know, know. And I and I guess we still kind of we kind of young in our um, relationship. Can I, if I can I say relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Say relationship. <laughs> our relationship is pretty young. So I mean, I guess we haven't really. I I think. Really, when when couples, and I'm not saying we're a couple, we're a duo. We're a duo. Yeah, we're a, duo. We're a couple of guys. Yeah. yeah. But with, with any relationship, things get complicated. Complicated when money comes into it, mm-hmm. and I think we we're not at that place right now. Yeah. We're just really in a, in a creative space right now. So it's just constantly, you know, coming up with ideas and mm-hmm. just trusting each other and, and making making the best content we can. But we also keeping it keeping it business. We keep doing research, you know, like even the production side, not just for us, but when we bring other people in. So it's like. 
you know, how much does someone get paid if they're the writer on this? Like, what is your title on this on this project? You know, are you the, are you the writer? Are you the, are you the camera? Um, are you doing the editing? So it's like, if it's just both of us doing all of it, like we always put who did what. A lot of times he'll be the the camera guy, or director, photographer photography i'll be the director he'll edit you know i'll be the producer you know so now when it comes down to breaking down the money for something it's like okay we get paid for what we did it's not a it's not an argument because it's already there everybody has agreed to you know getting paid for what we're doing so that's what we're trying to do even with you know getting people in the writers guild of america we're both familiar with sag and so we need to get actors you know sag after you know we know how much you got to pay people for that but then it's like well what if people want to write? You know, how much do you pay them? So we're learning those scales so that once, you know, something small that we might do get picked up, and that's where we're trying to be now to get in the positions where we can actually start pitching and selling things that we're doing. So it's like, all right, when the money comes in, everybody gets paid accordingly, and it's no riff because it's like this is this is what you did, and you get mm-hmm. paid the fair wage for it. Thank goodness that you have that model because that doesn't exist all over the country with every production group or creative entity. No. So um, I'm happy that you guys are here just having a podcast with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that as a principle. Yeah, I mean, they, and it's because we started. We, 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 you know, actors, comedians. So we're at the bottom, right? You know, you, and that's why it's so hard for people. That's one thing that Mary was saying. You know, Mary Lindsay was saying today. She was like. I just really wish that Chicago, the community, and it's, you know, acting mm-hmm. and, and also, but definitely with, with stand-up because it's such a long, you know, you're on stage by yourself. I mean, we, you know, it's different because of the duo, but it's just you on stage. So you don't have that camaraderie that you typically have with acting in theater or even acting on screen and television because you have a cast and everyone gets to know each other and things but stand-up is, is just you so it's it makes sense that we all lone wolves mm-hmm. and not really cohesive as we as you should be but that's one thing that we're trying to you know bring everybody together and say look let's let's find out what we do some of you all are terrible stand-up comedians <laughs> let's be honest some of you are not good comics you're not your stage presence sucks you you insulting people like you're you just not good what are you good at and it's like you know what i really want to write well shit let's, let's see what you got you yeah. know and not the yeah, it, i i was I, res- I respect mike like i respect him i respect him as a comedian so it's easier for me to work with him mm-hmm. like it i don't i don't see him as above or below me but i feel like man we we two funny guys and i, if, I feel like if that wasn't there between us then it wouldn't it wouldn't work yeah nah. if i thought like this guy he, he talking too much or mm-hmm. I, 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 let, let me just tell this joke you right, know what I'm right, saying right. but I feel like we got a good give and take and then sometimes I'm on stage she'll say some shit I'll be like god damn that's, <laughs> fuck that's funny like, so sometimes you know I, I get the laugh on stage while yeah. performing too yeah that's unique yeah absolutely I agree that's awesome can I ask you guys some rapid fire questions yeah let's do it alright you, you, who, who, you, go, you go tell us who you go ask or just either one of us that's a good question. Yeah, right. it, it, it ain't rapid fire if I get to hear the question. Somebody get to hear the question. No, like if you say Calvin. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like he called. No, I got that. But if he was just going to ask the question, like. Like who, do, who would jump on it impulsively right, right, right. first? Right. And other person it, it, buy the other time. person time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me make sure. Or unless we just, unless we just give and take. He go one, then I'll do the next one. It sounds good. Let's do that. Um, can you make sure that that one's on? Is it? Nope. I know that one is, but it's 
so then I guess let me do let me do um, uh, five with Mike, and then we'll. Is it okay if I say Mike? Oh yeah, Michael. Yeah, Mike's fine. All right, mm -hmm. um, and then I'll we'll alternate. Okay, I'll move the camera. What was the last album you bought? Ah, uh, it was Drake. Drake. Yeah, uh, forget the name of him. Gotcha. It was the one where he had the the cloud. Oh, nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. Yeah, that was the CD. I actually bought that. Favorite color? Me? You? Yeah. Oh, oh we just keep going. Oh, yeah. my favorite color is, is uh, lime green. Nice. Are you a morning person or night owl? I am a morning person. Favorite pizza topping? Mushroom. Uh, favorite <laughs> TRL host? I don't know any. I mean, not by Carson. Is that one? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's yeah. one. That's the only one I know, I think. Same. <laughs> Where are you getting these questions? Got it? <laughs> <laughs> You just assume I watch TR? <laughs> right, uh, is that a, is that a, a, a hidden plug? <laughs> uh, what's your favorite vegetable? It's Calvin. Oh, you Calvin. Favorite vegetable? Uh, steamed carrots. Uh, bacon or Nutella? Bacon. Why? Man, it's just it's salty and filling. Uh, what's your favorite sport? Basketball. And team? Bulls. Bulls. Could have guessed that one. Best, uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve is people wasting my time. Uh, worst job? Worst job. I was a, you know, I don't think I ever had a bad job, but I think the, the worst job I've ever had was holding a sign, holding a sign for a liquidation sale for like three <laughs> hours at a time. You did that? Yeah. I was getting paid. I was like in high school. It was like ten dollars an hour, Shit. so I make like sixty dollars a weekend. It's not bad. Right? Did, you, did you do the spin it? You do the tricks? No, 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 no. It was like it was like a board. Like you could just post oh, up. You just oh, post. Oh, we was you, like in Calumet City, and we just get like a, it's like they like a sign board. And you just post up on the corner, hold a sign. You ain't gotta. Sometimes Calumet like, City. Calumet City. It was a. I think it was like Aaron's. It was. A, it was some type of yeah. furniture store. I seen them all the time. Put it. Put the sign up. Just hold it, and you only. I, I could like take a bungee cord and put it around the pole. I just had to be standing there. And you texted and shit? No, this was 2001. Texting was oh. big like that. <laughs> um, it was 10 cents a message. I remember that. Do you remember that? Text messaging rates may apply. Oh, man. But, um, that was bad. I saw so many accidents. Oh, did you? Just standing on the corner. You Just so many rear-end accidents. That's because they was all looking at your fucking side. <laughs> <laughs> you caused them. This is bad, this is bad, bad positioning. Oh. I have some questions. Um, either of you can answer. Okay. Is there something that uh, is like a do not do um, as far as how to interact with people in any scene? Like a no-no? Like get you kicked out, get you blacklisted? And what do you mean scene? Scene, comedy scene, music scene. Oh, in the industry? Uh, I would say don't unsolicited critiques. I think that is the most, that's the one thing that will turn people off to you. Like if just coming up to people and be like, hey, I, I looked at your set, it was a little rough up front. Like, hey man, don't talk to me about my set. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? I feel like any any unsolicited critiques from somebody that's on your level, it's just like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, and I think also just, just being messy in general. You know, <laughs> Elaborate, just, please. You know, <laughs> drama. I mean, we're in comedy, so I mean, definitely people, the perception is that it's fun, all fun. All the time when you're around us, you know, especially when you're at a comedy club or in the industry, you out. It's just like, you know, you it's, it's a fun time. So when there's drama, whether it's inner, you know, like internal, like amongst other comics or 
you know, professional, and, and now you're in that and you're spreading the rumors and you, you know, you, you're just being messy with it. Like, people don't want to be around you. I mean, there's situations where people are, you know, not necessarily blacklisted or blackballed, but it's just like, yeah, I don't necessarily want to work with them, you know, because it's just some, some stuff that they're just messy. It's just, it's just trouble around. And like I said, especially in comedy, because all around, like, we just did a, a, little, a little camping thing uh, called Com uh, Comedians Go Camping. And no. we all went over uh, in the Cook County Forest Preserve out in Oak Forest. And I brought, uh, we had like, it was nine of us, mm -hmm. uh, five, five, five women, four, four guys. And um, we were very careful in the selection of people that we brought. Because it was like, we about to sleep together, like, overnight in the cabin. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You know, like, yeah. we got to cook. You know, we got to yeah. eat together. And, you know... It's nighttime and we we don't, we don't need no um real world situations yeah, where yeah. people like <laughs> yeah starting like, fights and shit yeah. yeah we didn't really we didn't want the drama it was like we're doing it for a possible show but it was like all right let's just see what naturally happens when comedians go camping so what happened oh shit we got we had a ball had a, I mean it was great I mean we got lost on a night hike <laughs> <laughs> following the drunk following the drunkest one me no one want to listen to me I'm like uh, hey y'all GPS no no, 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 we just, no we just keep walking we just gonna keep just walking keep this walking. way turn your phones off turn your phone okay uh, flashlights yeah it was it darkness was, it was a lot of fun and, and the, the group that we selected I mean it was one one person I had never met. I met her for the first time. Like, hey, welcome. Like, that, and, but it was from me asking everyone else. Like, hey, here's the list. You know, is anybody on here? Especially with the women guys, we're pretty cool. I mean, it was only it was four. It was supposed to be five, um, but we were all just like, oh yeah, we we cool. But you know, with women, it's like, all right, hey, is everybody? Because I don't know the certain situations that that they might be in. So I was like, it's, I vetted everybody through everybody else, and it was a great time. So I think when you're and you're messy, you kind of like drama and just kind of the overall, like it's better to be not funny than to be a, a shit starter. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you can get past like, oh, he ain't that funny. Cause like I say, well, maybe he's a good writer. You can right. find a way, if you still like him, you can you can work with him. You know, some, sometimes you laugh at them bombing. Like this motherfucker <laughs> bomb every day. Then that becomes funny with them not doing well. But when you just not a pleasant person to be around, especially in the entertainment and even more especially in comedy, that's just an easy way for people to just be like, yeah, nah, I don't want yeah. to work with you, you know? Yeah. Like, once again, I don't think it's blacklisting, like, oh, don't book that person, mm -hmm. but it's just like, hey, if it was, if it's up to me, I'm not, because mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, a, I don't know if y'all know basketball, like in 92, uh, when they put together the dream team, mm -hmm. Isaiah Thomas, who was one of the best players in the NBA, wasn't on that team because they was like, hey, Michael Jordan, you want to, he was just like, if if Isaiah doing it, I'm not doing it. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying don't put him on I'm not saying don't put him on a team, but I don't want to play with him. Exactly. Because I don't I don't like him as yeah. a player, you know, or you know. So yeah. she he wasn't on the team. Right. And, and the rest is history. So it's it's that type of thing. Like you said, you vetted through the through the people that you you um working with. Yeah. Very cool. Those are super insightful answers. I just mm -hmm. because in we're in the industry as well. Yeah. Um just pushing our way through however we you know, yeah. find ourselves fit. And uh, we keep running into two situations. Mm -hmm. One is you have to get the okay beforehand, and you do that through talking to managers and this, that, the other thing. Um, and the other, other thing is you need to come well recommended. Mm -hmm. You know, most people aren't going to get the media pass or um, the spot if they don't know anybody and they don't have somebody saying, yeah, vouching for them, I guess. I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but you all are doing a lot of the, the right things too because you are creating your own things like you don't have to get any permission for this you just like hey I set this shit up ask them I mean the only permission is the people to come in right, which, right. you know most people are more than willing to do you know with people that you see doing things you know it's something cool to do I think this is only my maybe third podcast maybe maybe say i haven't done too many mm-hmm. too many podcasts so i mean that's that's one thing that you all doing you picking up your camera doing the extra work when you can like you say your passion projects so that stuff you just got to keep i mean i get that too i hate I, I hate but but you start to understand the process and you just get it because it's like okay this is just a, a way of it so you just it's just a, a turning your mind mm-hmm. to thinking another way just to be like okay this is this is part of on this part of it i need to get permissions because i want to get this right know, right right and then it's just like well here's the stuff i don't need so as long as you have enough of the stuff you don't need the per- mm-hmm. your passion projects going and that's what then it kind of gives you enough steam and energy to have to deal i'll with send the email yeah, okay exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but also i mean y'all, it, it all, y'all also doing the work you know that, that's what's important to us is like we can we can sit back and complain about what we don't have but mm-hmm. as long as we're doing the work when we look back we have a body of work to to, to rest on yeah. so that's very true so when 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 the time does come it's just like all these guys sprung up overnight it's like no if you look back to fucking 2012 yeah. it's 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 a it's a body of work what we've been doing this and you just you you actually the one that's catching on to it right so, <laughs> and it's like uh i just read a saying on i think it was popped up on linkedin and it said something about uh vision it was like you know the next mark zuckerberg and um is it mark bezos the amazon guy the, the jeff. Guy, <laughs> jeff jeff bezos and uh it's like it's action more so than vision like you you have to take action it's the people who the people who do is the ones that take the action and do it like everybody keep talking about it and that's the, the one thing with us we've we've done so many things it's like you know it should didn't work you know if we can continue going with it but it's like <laughs> We're doing it, you know, like the cat, like the cat. What's no, no, I'm thinking about my walkout sketch that we shot. <laughs> it was the funniest shit in the world to me. But we showed, we showed it twice, and I've showed it to people, and they just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> "It's not funny to y'all." <laughs> it's not. So basically, so the the premise of the sketch was walkout was like, are you like, are you tired of being like treated like shit by your family? Your your wife don't respect you. Your kids don't. It was like. Walk out, change my life. So it's, it's, it's basically like just, just walk out. Of and, and it was crazy. I showed it to I showed it to a friend of mine who at the time I wasn't even thinking who was living the same. He was living that situation where he he like he was separated from his wife and uh-huh. kids because he like left. And I was just like, oh shit, I should never show this to him. Like, <laughs> it is like we with the snuggie, like you get your own snuggie in like the shitty apartment. And I'm like in this apartment, like, oh man. He was like, he was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, nah. that's a good plan. Yeah, is, this, is, that, is that about was, me? You based that shit off me? It was me? too late. Because yeah. I was watching him watching it, it was just like <laughs> I was like, shit, why I show that to him? Yeah. But yeah, then I was just it's just continually to um you know, just just do do the work, you know, and it's like the action. I mean, that's the one thing that keeps me going because I have a lot of ideas. I mean, shows. I mean, I've, I've, I've you know, I ain't gonna say I lost a lot of money, but I've definitely invested money in things that I didn't make as much as I thought I would or I planned. Like, oh, it wasn't a big enough crowd, mm-hmm. you know. And I always like thinking big. Hell, November third, you know, our yeah. show on November third at the Harris Theater, you know, one thousand five hundred seats. You know, wow. that's what we're what we're doing. But it's just like, where do I want to perform ultimately? And and that's what we were talking about when when he was saying you do certain things and you look back and you're like, damn, that that really wasn't that big deal. It remind me of like elementary and high school. Remember how big of a deal eighth grade graduation did? <laughs> high school graduate. I mean, that's that was your life. Yeah. And then you look back like, 
had nothing to do with no. what I, with nothing, mm-hmm. you know. And that's some of the things is like you do it, and you know, I tell other comedians like their big thing is like, oh, I want to get in this club, and I want it, and it's just like, okay, you, you go get there. You're not getting a lot of money. It's very much known that you don't make a lot of money at comedy clubs. I mean, that's that's just not it. You go get some good money. It's good exposure. That's why everybody's selling T-shirts and you know cups and panties. I saw some guy selling panties in the damn and in his show, and uh, just to make that the extra money because you don't make a lot of money. So you get there and you're like, yay for that second. And it's like, damn, is this where I want to stay? So you know that that's what it is. If you keep moving and trying different things then you find out where you at even if they're even if they're not successful so i asked myself i said man it's cool being at these shows at the comedy club but a hundred people do i want to perform in front of a hundred people or do i want to perform in front of a thousand people and i've only performed in front of a thousand people one time and the laughter the roaring laughter that comes from that intoxicating it's like i want more of that so you know what i'm gonna go rent a theater for a day a thousand fifteen hundred seat theater for a day to do my do my special. I don't want to do it at Zanies. I don't want to do it in a hundred. I love Zanies. It's my home club, but I don't want to perform for just a hundred. Only a hundred and fifty people can fit in there. You know, even at Rosemont, it's like two hundred. It's like I don't. I did that already. I want to. I want to go to the next level. And the next level is five hundred. But <laughs> you skipped. You skipped. I skipped a couple levels. You know. But it's like I. This is where I want to be. And you know, it's going to be successful. But even if it wasn't successful, it's like I'm gonna do it again mm-hmm. because. This is what I want to do, and I and that's that's where you kind of have to be and say, all right, what is it that I want to have, what I want to do, and go forward and just put the action out there instead of just talking about it. So, if we want to get tickets for November third, what do we got to do, and how do we do that? It's very easy. HarrisTheater.com. The tickets are are there on November third. I have a little, you know, for people that know us, you know, you, you can go to Mahichi.com. So M I H I C H I which is the acronym for Making It Happen in Chicago. So Mahichi.com. Um, we have a special section um, reserved for our, it's like a group section for us. And so if you know us, um, you've seen us perform, um, you can get those tickets through us. And so, um, but that's kind of, those are almost gone. <laughs> so get them now if you're yeah, a friend, Yeah, right? if, you're, if you're a friend, you know, so we, we kind of putting that out, you know, to people like definitely who will listen to this podcast of other comedians and things. But like the general public, everyone else is just going to, you know, HarrisTheater.com. HarrisTheater.com? Yeah. I think we, we heard you say once before that uh, something happened, um, that the best thing that people can do if they want to support you is buy the ticket, you know? So many people are like, oh, they're my friend. You know, can I get a spot on the guest list or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with this one, because this one is all of our money. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people are congratul- like, hey, congratulations, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> ain't no congratulations yet, you know, because they're thinking it was a, it's a booking. Right, like, right. Oh, Like, someone, they reached out. They're yeah, like, oh, come do this. we want you to this. come and do the yeah. show, and maybe I'm getting paid. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm paying mm-hmm. right. to be there. So if <laughs> it's so funny. I had a, a lady, and one thing I thought about proving when you said that, uh, sometimes proving yourself to other people, like when you, because the tickets are, are 40 bucks, mm-hmm. right? One, it's at the Harris Theater. Right. You know, this, I mean, Zany's is 25 bucks plus a two drink minimum, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there and you that's, go. And that's, 40. And that's Zany's, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it's also um, my 40th birthday. So oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm a numbers person. 40 at 40. Yeah, 40 at 40. 40 for 40. Oh. Um, but that's a, a nice part. I mean, we absolutely are worth that. Like that's that's our worth. Forty bucks. I mean, easily fifty. You know, to, to, to see us. Yeah, pay twenty. That's <laughs> easy. Uh, I had a lady say, uh, I don't think I, I don't know if I told you, but she was like, um, 
don't know. Uh, I just paid $50 to see Chris Rock. And I'm like, one, I'm pretty sure you were way up in that because mm-hmm. you was there. Yeah, okay. You know, I know them seats, you know. But even more important, uh, do you think Chris Rock is going to – do you think Chris Rock even know that you spent fifty dollars? Mm-hmm. Does he know that you personally spent fifty dollars to come see his show? And, right, and or and or actually care? Like, does that, he does he right. care? Does but, he does he, Chris Rock be like, I really appreciate you, lady, exactly. for coming to this show. <laughs> exactly. Come here, give me a hug. Right. right? It's like no, uh, and, and and I think that's the that's I, I don't mean to cut you mm-hmm. off. No, no. Back to, but I, I, like I feel like people in let like the idea that you don't my worth. Is, is only based on how other people see me. So you're going to see Chris Rock because he's a he's a big name. Not, not to take anything from Chris, no, Chris Rock. No. Amazing show. But if I say, hey, this is what I'm worth, and I believe in myself, I think that should be enough for somebody to say, damn, okay. Right. Yeah. And then it's also, he doesn't need you. We need, That's what we're telling people. We need, this is the part, this is the part of the journey where we need you now. Mm-hmm. We need right. you. We need you to bring. It's your turn. You get to be part of it. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to invest. And I don't like using support anymore, even though that's a patron, it's financial support. But so many people abuse that word, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially with the GoFundMe now. Support me. That's support. support. That's, that's begging. Yeah, begging, giving, <laughs> you know. So I, I'm using it as an, an investment. Well, what do you mean? Well, okay, you pay $40 with us. You for, you're forever on our list. You are our first thousand. You're part of the first 1,500, right? So anything that we do from this point on, you all are first, right? So when we at the United Center, when we at Soldier Field doing shows at these places that host tens of thousands, you're going to be the first 1,500 people that forever get in. When we have a special thing, we at Zany's like, hey, Isaac, Dave Chappelle secretly releases, oh, I'm going to be in Chicago mm-hmm. at Zany's tomorrow. I mean, them tickets sold out in, in, in an hour, I think, maybe. Right. Isaac Evans, we're not going to even publicize it. Y'all going to be the ones that get it because you are the first 1,500. This is the time because once we get to that level, we don't need you then because it's now a machine and everybody we have the fame and now everybody out is jumping on the bandwagon so we're going to remember yeah we're going to remember this 40 dollars we because we got a list 1500 is not a lot of people and that's what and i feel like that's the that's the thing people always say people say oh don't you know don't forget me when you get when you get when you make it right and it's just like no i have no intentions of forgetting the people that that helped me get here mm-hmm. like i have a i have a long list in my head of people that that i'm grateful for whether i still talk to those people or not but these are people that over these last shit, 11 years, when I from when I first thought about, oh, let me try this comedy thing till actually doing it, that it was just like this person helped me stay in school. This person, you know, was like, man, you funny, you know what I'm saying? But like yeah. those small things that, that get you through to the next to the you know to the next level, I, you don't forget those people. Right. But it's always the people that don't have anything to do with it. Be like, hey, don't forget me when you get big. It's just like <laughs> you you just saying that just yeah. to, you just this is just like you, you want just, a free hamburger. Right. Like, yeah, you want a free meal but, later on, buddy. but but you haven't you haven't given anything. That's why I tell yeah. when they say don't forget me. I'm like, hey, don't don't be easily forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> it's real easy to be forgotten. Yeah. Like, was you at my show? You know what I mean? Now yeah. we are we gonna remember? Are we gonna be able to name fifteen hundred people? Is that no? But probably not. That's why we got a list. Like, hold huh. on one second. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, hey, yeah, you was there. Hey, you know. And, and, and like you said, like people, people abuse the word support, and I feel like support is misconstrued. With hey, give me your money. Mm-hmm. Hey, give me your money for this thing. But it's just like no, I need, I want your belief, cause like, like your to me, you handing over money is saying, hey, I believe in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. More so, because it's some people's support could be, hey, just just take the money. I'm not gonna come to the show. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. I need you. I need you to come to the show. Keep your money. Right. Oh, second, no, give no, no, give us the money. Give us the money. Give us the money. 
that's a two for one. We get, <laughs> right. So one seat for two people. Exactly. Well, and if I can say as a fan of comedy, you guys don't disappoint. Every show I've gone to of yours has been great. You've always mustered up an organic laugh, and that alone is hard to come by. So yeah. if you're talking about an investment, two twenties to get a real laugh in a time when there are hurricanes, wildfires, yeah. and earthquakes, Man. and a crazy leadership in this country. <laughs> yeah. I, I think um, that's an investment well made. Yeah, and the, the cool part is, uh, I'm, sh- I'm shooting my hour. Um, I'm shooting my hour, but we're also shooting a half hour. So we're shooting two specials in one night. Like, you you just don't see that. I mean, one of them go take off. Some, <laughs> yeah. some go. If not <laughs> both of them. Some guys go, yeah. Some, one of them go, and you'll be like, hey, I was, I was there. You know, how yeah. you was there? How mm-hmm. was you at both of them? Mm-hmm. They, they did it the same night, you know, so... Once again, we we trying to tell people now. This is this is the point when you telling people like, hey, we we go do it. Do you want to be part of it in the beginning? And we like, oh yeah, we know you. Or is it you know we gonna play the laugh track on your ass? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, man, it's, it's it, and like I feel like we we just in a place where it's like you do comedy long enough, you can't bomb. In my opinion, yeah. if you if you if you do comedy long enough, bombing is you relinquishing your control of the. Of your performance to the crowd that's when when you see somebody struggling because it's like i'm trying to make you laugh but i've been doing comedy long enough where it's just like i am not i'm not a veteran in comedy by no means but i've been doing it long enough that if the crowd ain't fucking with me it's just like i'm still gonna stay in control of this show whether you laugh or not something in, in enough time someone come out of this so i feel like what we're doing with this 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 show at the harris theater is like we can't fail because when it's when it's all said and done we'll go back and say damn either we we learned a lot mm-hmm. And, or we or we got we very successful from it. Yeah. And we're gonna do it again. Yeah. Is so. it one or the other? You either learn a lot and you're not it's successful, both. or you you learn nothing and you're wildly successful and you well, forget I feel like everything and just repeat it. So you well, keep but learning no, that I feel like we, success. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I like we we can't we can't lose because yeah. like this right. is it's like when when Kevin when Kevin Hart did the he did his performance at the um at the Eagle Stadium, it was just like. If that was a success, if, if if financially it was a failure, it was like, dude, you did a stand-up special in a football arena. Yeah. Even if you only sold three thousand tickets, you sold three thousand tickets to a fifteen hundred seat stadium, and it's like you can't. He can't fail. Yeah. yeah. Now the the material is is important too, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta be funny. Yeah. So I mean. Not to, okay, not, you only want to get in that conversation, right. but I think it's safe to say you've grinded hard enough where you, your material is funny. You, yeah. you, you've, you can check that box. Yeah, now it's it, the it, marketing, the promotion, and you realize right. it's not only are we not going to chase it where it might be, but this is the first step of many first steps of making it happen in Chicago. Come on out, enjoy it. This is a time to celebrate. There's yeah. going to be more that, that if you take it action now, You'll be able to benefit with us later yeah. and again and again and I don't and even again. I don't even want to market it like that. I mean, I gotcha. I, I get the okay. idea, but it's just like, yo, this is this is homegrown. Yeah. Like you gonna you gonna lead a farm to go to McDonald's or you gonna you gonna see what's cooking in the backyard? Like yeah. this, right? You don't gotta lead a home. Like yeah. this is Chicago. It's for Chicago mm-hmm. by Chicago. Just just come support it. Yeah, there there it is. I agree. Awesome. I think that's good for me, Reggie. How you doing? Cool. I guess I have one last question. One I'm last question. literally thinking of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Biggest mistake you ever made. <laughs> oh, man. So many. Man. <laughs> I've, made, I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, and what you learned from it and how it actually helped you. Oh, shit. 
We got another hour. We got yeah. another hour for this. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I hate giving superficial answers. You right, know, right. I always try and think about, you know. Um, man, like I said, it's, it's so many. It could be relationship. I got relationship yeah, mistakes. Like, where you are, relationship and financial. Um, damn. Biggest. Damn. I feel like they all big. Which one had the most impact where you felt like, I'm not going to come back from this one? <laughs> and I, I guess I'm at an age now where I've kind of just learned from some, some like, you know, I, I, I would not have went to college. I mean, even though it was just, the, I just wouldn't have been, I, I would have, man, I just wish I was homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, like, I just feel for, it's four years, it's so many things. So, for instance, Dave Chappelle was 17 when he was in the Aspen Comedy Festival. Mm. I was an adult. I was, I, I didn't even know it existed, and he was already performing in it, right? And it was because someone took him and showed him the, this path. And I just feel like I would have, you know, all the jobs and all the things that I've, I've done, career moves that I've made that had nothing to do with entertainment, was just a mistake. Like I, I really would have, I really would have rather just headed at the where I'm at because I'm gonna be forty. And it's like, I'm hitting this peak. So it was like, I would have loved to have been, you know, at 20, like at 20 and then made some stuff. Now, of course, everybody say, oh, it happens for a reason. And you're right at the same place you should have been. But it's like, would I have, would I have done it like this again? Hell no. You know, and that's why I do it different with, with my children, you know. And that's why I brought a homeschool, you know. <laughs> homeschool them and had them do what they want to do. But I just really would have got at this a lot, a lot sooner and not did a lot of the other bullshit that just had nothing to do with my talent or my skill set, you know, and that's, that's a real honest what I was, you know, trying to, oh, that, that's, I would say that was, that's the biggest thing is that I would have just got at this a lot, a lot earlier in life and just been serious with it, but it just wasn't a path for it at that, at that time, people didn't take it, you know, um, so no, yeah, that's, 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 that's I, I actually, my, I actually feel, I, I mean, yeah. For you, yeah. but yeah. I feel I feel the opposite yeah. because I, I went to school, got kicked out of school, got back in school, graduated, and then worked two years at a job, and then said, "All right, I'm gonna quit my job and, and do comedy." And with all that experience, it, it's certain things character-wise that that shaped who I was as a as a com as a comedian, mm -hmm. or more well outside of comedy, like the professionalism. Because I, I had to wear a shirt and tie to work every day, so yeah. when I when I approach people, when I sent emails, when I contact, it taught me how to like talk and interact with people on a professional level. Mm -hmm. So it kind of shaped me as a person going into it. So it's like now, if I go into a meeting, it's like yeah, I can be Calvin Evans co comedian, but I could also be Calvin Evans the the, the business yeah. man. And I feel like that's just learn from you know life experience. But I think it was the system over. I guess I'm just saying going that whole nine to five mm -hmm. route versus entrepreneur if I would have spent more time or had more of an education on being an entrepreneur and going out like like that's what you know all these people are having now I think I would be further on and just taking that route like I was just like oh I want to get a good job mm -hmm. you know oh I want to you know do do this business instead of you know creating my own stuff so I think that's that. like shit I was only in college for a year <laughs> one and a half you, you ain't waste too much one time. and a half semester so it really wasn't a college it was just the system overall anyway that's a deep that's a deep that question. was awesome no i really like it i've got a lot from both those yeah, answers yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah. up um i guess my my biggest mistake biggest mistake man i don't know i got some big mistakes i don't know i think my 
I don't really have no, I don't think I have mistakes. I just had just big life lessons. Big life lessons that when I look back, I say, well, some things you, you don't need to do, but not to say cliche, it, it happened for a reason, but mm -hmm. some things you don't need to do and what, what will happen will eventually happen. It was like one of those things where you look back and you be like, man, I needed that to happen in order for, for me to wake up and, and, and get on my shit. So. Oh, yeah. Equally powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. So that is the episode, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out Michael Isaac and Calvin Evans individually and on uh, at Mahichi.com. You can find us at Daytime for the Nightlife. Anywhere you go for podcasts, Daytime for the Nightlife. My name is Scott. We're the plug. We're happy you tuned in. Peace. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Michael Isaac. I'm Calvin Evans. And we are Isaac and Evans. The first all-black stand-up comedy duo. Mahichi. Make it happen.